Hello, and welcome to Raising a Healthy Family podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Schwartz. I'm super excited to have you here for this episode. It is all on setting boundaries as a form of self-care. And you guys, I am like eight weeks out from my due date. I'm so pregnant. And you know, when you get to the end where you can barely breathe, (laughs) you're taking lots of breaths. So that's how this episode is going to flow. Bear with me. But I'm super excited to share this because I think that a lot of times we hear the word boundaries and we feel like negative connotation towards it. Like that seems like, oh, you know, I don't want to be rude or I don't want to inconvenience anybody because we do that a lot as women, especially. And it's like, no, setting boundaries is so healthy. And I think it's become my favorite form of self-care. And I think it's so necessary in order to survive motherhood. So we are going to get into that fully today. And I am so excited you're here. So let's get right into it. Okay. So as a mom, it can sometimes feel like, who are we to ask for a break or let alone a break to do something that feels indulgent for us. And I know that I have felt this way before and in it's no nobody telling me that you don't deserve a break or you need to do all the things. It's like this weird internal feeling that becomes part of you when you become a mom. The mom guilt, the selfish guilt, like it can really creep in like, hey, I should be able to handle all of this or I choose to be a stay at home mom with the kids. And this is just part of my quote unquote job, you know, like my kids need me to be available to them 24 seven. So they feel loved or taken care of or I feel like this is my this is part of my stay at home mom job. And those are basically lies, right? Those are all lies that we're telling ourselves so we, there lies because it's, it helps us to stop or suppress the internal wanting to tend to ourselves or to have a mental health break. And I think that that is what I hope you take away from this episode, because as moms, setting boundaries is the most sacred form of self-care because it allows us to then show up as a mom, as a partner, a wife, a friend, a coworker, in the best possible version of ourselves. So setting boundaries, in my opinion, is absolutely mandatory to live a full, healthy life, both mentally and physically. And obviously, I think when we hear the word boundaries, it may bring up a negative feeling or an emotion, but I challenge you to look at that word with so much love and respect Because ultimately what we're doing when we set boundaries is we're showing ourselves love and respect. We're showing up for us saying, no, we can't be available to everyone all the time, no matter the time of day. Just because our title is now mom doesn't mean that you, the woman you were before becoming a mom, doesn't exist anymore. Yes, she's changed and she has a new identity and the the big part of your identity now is being a mother, but you still deserve those moments alone. Like you still deserve to leave the house after dark. My husband and I always joke about this because I I literally haven't driven at nighttime in so long, I feel like, because our kids go to bed at seven every night 
And that's without fail. I like a schedule. I run things on that. They know what to look forward to, they're ex- what they're expecting. And then that's my time to have alone to do what I need to do. And so I don't really go anywhere at nighttime. I mean, it's rare. So it's like sometimes when I do like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to run to the store by myself at night feels so funny, but that's just like a whole other random thing. Maybe you can relate to that. But when we let anyone, like I said, have 100% access to us any time of day or night, outside of obviously like the newborn phase, like your nursing on demand, like whatever your vibe is with that, um, we don't leave any sacred space to feel like we are important and what we desire matters. Going back to that girl or that woman that you were before you became a mother, you absolutely matter. And yes, your titles shifted and you have more responsibilities and things look differently, but it's so important to set up some boundaries with your partner, with your kids, what whoever needs the boundaries in your current dynamic to ensure that you are, that your mental health is is taken care of and that you're feeling like your needs are met. And I want to dive into an example of this because this really got me fired up and really excited to record an episode on on boundaries because I was listening to Dr. Becky from the Good Inside podcast. She is like a child therapist and she, or child psychologist, and she has a massive, massive following and she shares so many incredible free tips and her podcast is amazing. And I'm an avid listener because as a mom, you're always learning. You're always wanting to show up and be better. And there was a specific episode that caught my ear and it was about mom rage. And if I'm being 100% transparent, which I always am on this podcast, I lose my shit and I lose my shit more than, um, than I would like to. And I always feel the most intense guilt and, and I hate it because it's, it's like this inner knowing of like, this is not who I am and this is not who I want to show up as, as a mother, but why am I not being able to control it? Or like, what is it that's going on with inside me? Cause yes, kids are crazy and they can be annoying and they, you could ask them to brush their teeth 5,000 times and they don't do it. You know, like there's all always going to be those little things, but it's something that's triggering inside of us to like lose our patience or just lose it. And so I was listening to this podcast and she had a guest on and she was sharing an example from her life um, about just like she felt it boiling up. She texts her husband from the other room like, I need you to come out from work because he worked from home right now. Like, I need you to come take over with the kids. Like, I need a moment. And I feel like as a mom, tell me, you know, right now, like, can you not relate to this? Like you got to that point where things are just compiling and compiling and you can feel it build. It creeps up your spine. And then all of a sudden there's this explosion, there's this release. And unfortunately your kids take the brunt of that. Um, and so she was saying, you know, I lost it, blah, blah, blah. And then Dr. Becky was talking with her and she said, when you lose it, or experience mom rage, it's because there's a need of yours that's not being met. And for me, I think this is so powerful 
because it's so true. Think about it. Like, let me set the scene for you. I'll give you an example from my own life, and maybe you can relate to this. But, you know, first thing in the morning, you're woken up by a pair of two or four or six eyeballs staring at you, depending how many kids you have, saying, it's time to get up. You know, my two-year-old comes in our room every morning at 6 a.m., and I would love to tell you that I'm like some, like, goddess person who gets up at five and, like, has alone time before my kids wake up, but that's just not the case, especially being this pregnant. Um, But, you know, your kids wake you up first thing in the morning. You're thrown right into your day. You're in the kitchen. You're serving out breakfast, a lot of times to multiple people. You're making lunches nagging kids to get dressed for school, brushing teeth, getting the little ones packed up in the car to drop the older ones off at school. You know, there's this rush of intensity in the morning. And then you get home, (laughs) your coffee is cold, the cold coffee that you intentionally thought you would drink warm today. You're staring at a toddler or a baby that's looking at you to entertain them. And then you notice the dishes, you notice the laundry, you wonder what you're going to make for dinner that night that everybody's going to actually eat. And then you feel stress about that. And it just sort of builds and then it's nap time and then it's time to run to school and pick kids up. You get kids home, you're doing homework, you're handing out snacks, you're making dinner while the kids are running around crazy, which is known as the witching hour. And you feed everyone, you entertain everyone, bath, stories, bedtime, teeth brushing, kids are in bed, they get out of bed, they're thirsty, they need a snack, all the things. You finally, at the end of your day, get them to sleep. And then, what? You're so freaking tired, right? Like, you're so tired. You feel like your head spun around. And where was there time in that day that you checked in with you? Where was there time in that scenario that you did something for you, that you intentionally set a boundary or intentionally set an appointment or intentionally did something that was for you? And I know that so many of you can relate to that, right? Like the day just gets going and it's boom, 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 boom. And then before you know it, you wake, fall asleep. Like who has time for sex or who has the energy at that point, right? And it's just like you wake up and do the whole thing again. And so I thought that it was so powerful for her to share, like when you're experiencing a need that is not being met. And so... You are the most important person in this equation because if mommy isn't well or taken care of, then she can't show up to be all of those things to all of the people in the house. So I want you to understand how you can set boundaries and how setting boundaries can be a positive thing, and how setting boundaries can be a form of self-care. Because it allows you to let everyone in the family know, and this time, on this day, mommy does fill in the blank. And she's not available for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or one hour. 
You will possibly be met with some resistance, but that's okay. No one in life likes opposition or change, especially our little humans or our spouse. But I'm here to give you the permission you need to show up for yourself and set that boundary. Set that boundary. For me, that looks like having a yoga membership to a studio that offers like a variety of different sort of practices and vibes. So so they offer meditation classes. They offer like this restorative yoga class, which basically puts me to sleep. They have more advanced stuff. They have a variety of stuff. So my boundary is having that yoga membership. So every Monday night at 7 p.m., my husband and my kids know mom is not going to be home for bath or for bedtime because she has her special yoga class. That class at 7 p.m. every Monday night makes me feel so good. It makes me feel grounded. It makes me feel reconnected to myself. It makes me feel taken care of. It makes me feel seen in a classroom full of other adults and adults only. And I really feel proud when I leave there that I took the time for myself. Even though it's one hour at the end of the day, that for me is how I meet a need so that I can show up better as a mom and as a wife and all of the things and not lose my shit so easily because part of me is being taken care of. Okay. So I set a boundary with myself also each morning after Jack goes to school and Stefan goes to work, I will put on a show for Tommy or I will set him up with Legos so I can take 10 minutes. I go in the other room I close the door halfway and I do a 10 minute guided meditation. That is a boundary. That's like a non-negotiable. That's like a little invisible appointment that I've set with myself so that I am taken care of. Those 10 minutes of a guided meditation change the trajectory of my day and my mood. I'm able to walk out of that room with way more ease, way more calm, and way more patience because I have set that boundary. So this is another way that my needs as Natalie, who is a mom and she's a wife and she's a business owner and all the things, but those are things that are so life-giving to me that when I do them, it fills me up and so that I tend to lose it less. Does that make sense? Um, And sometimes a boundary may be like my husband wants to stay up super late on a Monday night and binge watch a show. I have a boundary with him. I can, I cannot stay up past 10 PM or I can't function as my best self the next day. So he knows, even though like, yeah, it'd be fun to like stay up late and watch this show. Like I know myself and I have to just really be strict. And that is also a form of self-care. Cause if I stay up till one in the morning watching the new game of Thrones show, guess what? 
I'm going to be so grumpy. It's going to be hard for me to get out of bed. I'm going to be irritated that the boys are running around screaming at 6 a.m. before the sun is up. You know, all of those things sort of compile. So if I were to rewind them and go, hey, the night before I got, I went to bed at a reasonable time. I got my rest. I'm waking up ready for the day to show up to be present because I had that boundary. Um, so also, I started training the boys over summer, and if you are new to the podcast, Jack is six and Tommy is two and a half, and I am super pregnant over here um, with our third boy, but over the summer, I started training the boys that first thing in the morning, they get up, we can come downstairs, eat breakfast, and then they go back up to their room, because they share a room, they have bunk beds, and they can play. They can play Legos or trucks or whatever they want to do, but like that's their time to get out their bins and play. And I sit downstairs and I read a few pages in my book and drink some coffee. After I've taken care of them and got them food, they go back up and play and they get to engage and be creative and do stuff with each other. And then I can also have that time. So it's like a boundary that I have had to sort of work like a like work like a muscle. So these are just examples from my life, but you can start to see how this could take shape or take form in your life. Um, and these boundaries are all self-care practices that make me feel taken care of. They fill my cup. But if you notice, they are micro moments in a very busy day. We live a very busy life because as you know, having two small little boys is freaking busy and try running a business and recording podcasts and trying to be a wife, you know, and pull weeds and do all the laundry and dishes and all those things, Um, you know, so being a stay-at-home mom who runs a business from home, I've learned that these are my non-negotiables and it's how I show up as a better human a mom, a wife, when these simple needs of mine are met daily. So going back to thinking about that episode with Dr. Becky, where she says you are losing it or or something is triggering you because there's a need that's not being met. And I realized in that moment for me that it was like, I want to have more self-care. I want to take better care of myself mentally and just spiritually during the day, but I always like just pushed it off, pushed it off, or I'll get to it, or that would be nice, or I'm just too busy. But setting those clear boundaries made such an important and crucial change in how I showed up. And even my husband was like, I feel like you've been so different, (laughs) which goes to show you how pleasant it is being married to me um, prior to this. But you know, I think it's, it is it is nice to just sit back and self-reflect, like, how can I set apart 10 minutes to do something that fills me up? And maybe that's a workout for you. Maybe that's putting on a show for 30 minutes for your kids that maybe still be at home while you go in the other room and do a workout. Maybe that is the thing that's going to fill your cup that you've been putting off where you can set that heart, you know, set that boundary. Um, Yours will obviously, you know, look different than mine, but I wanted to share what works for me. And I want you to know whatever conversation you need to have with your spouse or your kids, have it. Set your boundaries and show up for you. You absolutely deserve it. It is not selfish to have boundaries 
and to indulge in self-care. Maybe three nights a week, your husband does bedtime alone while you lay on the couch and have a glass of wine, or you read a book, or you go for a walk by yourself around the block and listen to a meditation or your favorite podcast. It can look as simple as that. And when your kids are little, being alone for even 30 minutes to do whatever the hell you want to do is one of the most highly underrated forms of self-care, and it is totally free. So I could not recommend that enough. Find what works for you. I bet you'll start to notice how much more patience you have when your needs are met. There's no mounting resentment and feelings of overwhelm when you can meet your needs through setting boundaries, which I think is so powerful and it's been so life-giving for me. And so I wanted to just share that with you today. And I hope that you took so much from this episode and you're going to implement it. And I would seriously love it if you would message me on Instagram at Natalie K. Schwartz, what boundaries you're setting, what you're putting into place for you as a form of self-care. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you next time.